0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's John and Ryan here from No Holding Back. After a little two-week hiatus, uh, Ryan has finally returned to us from the Dominican Republic, alive and well. So we're ve- we are very very happy to hear that. I did get some some applications to. For a co-star over the last two weeks, so um, I'm glad to have you back there, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, John was really hoping I wasn't coming back,
0: so. Well, you know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it without you. I, you know, <laughs> I was gonna have a memorial or something in the corner while we were doing filming in, in the studio, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I didn't want to do the solo act. I, I didn't, I didn't want to break this boy band up yet.
1: Hopefully, it was a nice bar send off. You know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: A little eulogy. Who knows. Yeah, maybe
0: a Viking funeral. Yes. But anyway, but anyway, so we're gonna get. We, I know we we were a little stuck, um, and uh, we're gonna get into the NBA. We're gonna we're not gonna talk the NBA finals because that's a little overblown. But we're gonna get into the draft, free agency. Free agency starts on Sunday, so we're gonna give you some of our predictions and where some of these players are go- gonna go and some of the kind of the. Uh, the, the rumors and notes that are going on in that world. Uh, we're going to touch a little bit on uh, the boxing game and what's going on with the heavyweight championship division. And uh, obviously, we can touch on football because football is a 365 sport. And then we have a couple of uh, a couple of questions that we can discuss from some of our uh, listeners over the last two weeks. So I guess to start things off and kind of one of the big news that ended up dropping... Over the last couple of weeks was the trade between the Pelicans and the Lakers for Anthony Davis.
1: And, right. And, uh, yeah, I mean the Hall that they got, or Spurs Hall, right? I. What do you What do you think of the players that went on in there? Like, I I don't really. Maybe it's recency bias, but my feeling on Ball, right? They got Lonzo Ball. They got Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Cap Kuz, uh, got Hart. Who was one of the big proponents about trading for
0: right. AD, yeah, which is quite that.
1: ironic. Yep. And then they also got three picks and a pick swap. So, what's big about that is they got their pick this year, then, supposed pick in uh, 2021. However, the pick is top eight protected and not. The other way, which usually is right. Right. This is if it does not fall in the top eight in 2021, it converts to 2022, which we know as the high school drafts. Your double pick draft. Right. So I I think, you know, 2021, the Lakers theoretically should still be good two years from now. So
0: you would think. I mean, I'm not. uh, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, look, Le-
1: LeBron's 35, right? But right. do we think he's falling off? Nah, who knows. But anyway, then they have the pick swap the year after, right. and then the first again. So they're getting some good picks, man. Uh, so it would be right up there. It's really four first-round picks if you include pick swap because where the Lakers should be then mm-hmm. and New Orleans should be. But how, how do you feel about New Orleans' draft? Do you think they capitalize on that?
0: I do. They they took advantage of of the situation. Uh, I
1: and trading back again from the four, which they got from the Lakers.
0: I mean, they did everything. They did everything the right to, way.
1: Do do like their pick that they got from Atlanta. So, so so the the they drafted at ten, right? They got the tenth pick, seventeenth, and 30,
0: 35, 30, 35, I believe. So so everyone knows they pick Zion one. Mhm. Then they then they ended up getting the 8th pick, correct? I believe it was the 8th pick.
1: Yeah, you yeah, you're right. Sorry. They they right. kept and Atlanta kept the 10. Correct. Yes.
0: So it was 8 uh, 17 and 35. Correct. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, so so with the 8th pick, they picked the center from Texas.
0: Right. Who's um, raw, but
1: very raw. I uh, mean, but that's what they said they want protection. Mhm a uh, guy who's a rim runner can stay back on the boards, and this way Zion's not as involved with that. I don't know. felt a little bit reachy to me. I would have rather had a few other guys there. But I did like their next pick that they capitalized with from Atlanta with uh, SGA's cousin, mm-hmm. Gilgis Alexander's cousin, right. who's provides a nice point guard for them.
0: Yes, I, I, I don't see how the how the Pelicans lose out on the trade and lose out on the moves that they did in the draft, uh, you know they obviously hit a once in a generation type of talent in Zion i I do worry about the center from Texas I really do
1: yeah me me too It felt like uh a pick for need rather than value there like. yeah,
0: but you know what this regardless of what everybody was saying from a talent perspective i mean this was a 3 this was a 3 player draft and then there was an a, a incredible drop off from 3 to 4 uh, and you know you you're reaching for, you're reaching based on talent you're reaching based on potential that's just how the nba draft goes at that point so you know, it, it's gonna be very interesting to see what the Lakers do based on the the, the picks and, and the players that they, they they gave up. I'm not of the opinion that Anthony Davis stays next year, and I'm also not of the opinion that they lure a star in this year.
1: Do you think they keep Lonzo? Brandon Ingram, do you think they look to trade those guys? No,
0: I think they're gonna keep them. I, I, I like Lonzo's game with even with, with Zion. uh
1: Papa Ball potentially going down there
0: well he's not going down there he's going to be he's going to be worried he's going to be in la and he's going to be worried about Lamelo. who you know he couldn't go to college regardless of what they said because he played pro now he's going to go play pro in australia which you know i believe is the best bet for him and he's not the only one rj hampton who is the you know the number one overall prospect going in he's going to play new zealand they're going to be able to to I mean, understand what it's look, like to be a pro. The,
1: their two guards are great defensively, mm-hmm. so he'll be teaming up with Holiday. Right. And the
0: one cat. The one. The one issue I do have is with with Brandon Ingram and his blood clot issue. Uh, that is something that I think that they may need to um, do some more research on especially with the medical staff that's down in new orleans
1: well i i also think to where we saw ingram shine was more of when he had the ball in his hands as opposed to a catch and shoot right. and it doesn't appear now with two ball handlers that he'll be maintaining the ball right and yeah i mean creating. they're going
0: to they're but- be a very fun team to watch because they're going to be running all over the place yeah and that's and that's what Alvin Gentry always wanted and that's the difficulty that some teams have when they they invest a lot of you know money and resources into these big old school type centers that really can't run the court that well that's why I think they went with the kid from Texas because he's a gazelle he he's kind of like a Mitchell Robinson type of player
1: yeah didn't what start playing basketball to a senior year of right. high
0: school so you know and it's it's not like he played at a scrub school he played at Texas you know they have a pretty big reputation down there regardless of you know their current situations with the, the NCAA. But, you know, there, there's no scrubs there from from many means. And
1: TLC would agree. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, all right. What about from the Lakers' side? Well, the,
0: the Lakers' side is really tough because they only have LeBron, they only have AD, and I believe, you know, Kuzman, who everyone is very, very excited that they were able to keep. But then there's only two other guys.
1: Dude, are they... Kuzma doesn't even do it for me. He doesn't do it
0: for me either. Thank you. He does not do it for me.
1: And and I and I think we see their their blunders just continuing, man. Like if you look at the oversight that they had, uh, or miscalculation, however you have it, right? In that, um, when the trade is executed, they will have less cap. Right? Right. It's up in the air right now. They're they're trying to work some things out. It's not. But but it seems like. They blunder that, right? You're giving them all this capital. And when they're really bidding against themselves because Boston's out, who mm-hmm. else was in? You know, I, I get it. You want to get you want to get the player that you want to get. But now you have this miscalculation that you could have for with giving up all that capital. Miscalculation, right, brings you down to 24-27 mil based on uh, if AD k- takes the trade kicker versus 32 mil, which is a max slot. So they're not going to be max-slot eligible. And what we've seen with, uh, you know, clutch agency before is Mm -hmm. that they don't turn down trade kickers usually unless they they swoop in and uh, give some more money for AD taking an important part in Space Jam. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's not really anything that uh, is surprising to me that the Lakers ended up... First of all, they botched the whole season in general. That's crazy. They, They botched this too, so... You know, them missing out on a $10, $9, $10 million um, uh, uh, cap incentive doesn't really surprise me. Uh,
1: uh, let's, th- so let's just say they have 27 mil, being generous, right? So we'll say that AD is not going to de- decline the trade click yeah, kicker.
0: So let's say he does. Okay, so let's just say, let's just for argument's sake, let's say all things considered, they ended up having another max slot for another player. But it's for, for anybody to offer a max. For
1: max slot? They're not so, going to have a max I slot, I know, though. but
0: let's just say for argument's sake that they do to make the conversation easier. Well, I,
1: I, I think that's different, right? Because you know my opinion. If they have a max slot, you know who I think they get is Kyrie.
0: Right, but I, I'm of the opinion even if they do have a max slot, they should spread that money out amongst other players. They shouldn't just get one more superstar. So I regardless, yeah, that's why I mean I, like, just keep it there anyway yeah, at, but, at that point.
1: All right, so we're just talking about how incompetent the GM is to even have that oversight. You really trust them to be signed up no. all these players? No, oh, absolutely not. No, so that's, that's not. why I say you just go sign Kyrie, you have your big three, and worry about the rest.
0: Well, there is rumors and rumblings going on that there could be a, um, a deal where the Lakers go and bring back D'Angelo Russell. Um, That's
1: one of the worst things they could well, do.
0: I, it's the Lakers based on this regime. It, it's sick to know that, you know, the Knicks seem to have been like the black cat of the NBA for a while, yeah. but now it looks like that and, cat's moved to LA. And I
1: tell you what, like, D'Angelo Russell, the way he's performed at Brooklyn, the way he's bought into that coaching philosophy, right? They're more gritty over there now, and he's really. Um, take an onus of his own career where, where he had the one bad night. He was uh, benched, right? right? And he was able to say, hey, look, I, I had all these mistakes that night, which when he was with the Lakers, look, the guy's filming Shaggy P and <laughs> catching and yeah. cheating. Right. Like, he never took onus of anything. And now I, I, I think he's really bought into that, Brooklyn. And I, I feel like it's reciprocal, right? Brooklyn... If I'm Brooklyn, I'd rather keep that than shoot Pipe James, at least with just bringing in Kyrie or someone like that.
0: So that's a good segue, right? So I was looking at this earlier um, earlier today before we came on. Um, and, you know, why would you, if you're the Nets, go after, or let me just rephrase it to you. Would you rather have D'Angelo Russell or would you rather have Kyrie Irving on
1: your team? If yeah, you had to and, and you're two. talking about, Probably seven mil difference in contracts per they're year. You're talking
0: about, so they're saying there's a difference between eight to ten million. Right, Kyrie I cost mean, more than, than
1: it's, it's also given the the amount of years played, right? Well, you could pay him, so so no, you no, couldn't even, mean, you couldn't even get up to. But Kyrie. The, the
0: the the stats between the two of them are almost yeah. identical.
1: Um, no, given the team that you have with the Nets being very young, your developmental and the way they're going for, I'd rather keep D Russell, man. I,
0: I would agree. I would uh, agree.
1: I mean, just another factor is we've never seen Kyrie lead a team,
0: and that's and again, that's a great point. That's why I'm of the opinion that Durant and Kyrie are going somewhere together. the The problem with that is is that if Durant and Kyrie go to some go somewhere together, You're still a year with Kyrie by himself, exactly. So that that that's an issue. the 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 other thing is. Kyrie is also very very misunderstood and besides the fact that he's a flat earther and he's kind of he changes his mind every every second
1: and he's basketball genius
0: yeah he's basketball <laughs> genius but he is one of the best ball handlers I've ever seen and he needs to be treated as such if you're going to go if you're a team and you're going to try and make him a point guard that's not that's not his game
1: right but, but i i think if I'm Kyrie like Keep going back to this, but I think LA makes the most sense, right? So But I don't you, even want to see I don't want to see that from them. That yeah, might- but the thing is, right? How many more years does LeBron have? Two. Two, three? He has two under contract.
0: Yeah, that'll be But
1: what I'm saying is if you sign Kyrie, at least you still have Kyrie and A D after the fact, right? They can play together. You have these two superstars.
0: But I don't think A D stays.
1: You don't think he signs a big contract to no. Lakers? No. So Why it's not? gonna
0: it's gonna be this off season is gonna be very interesting because I still think that the power in in regardless of LeBron, uh, you know, saying that he's gonna be healthy, he had his rest. If the Knicks strike out on Durant and Kyrie, then or or Kawhi, which they say they're gonna get a meeting with, but I, I think it's either between the Raptors or the Clippers. They will be targeting Anthony Davis You're in 2020.
1: Nuts. You're nuts. He, there's but no way AD is going to the Knicks. I'm telling you.
0: It there's there's w- no the way. The Lakers, it's not just, the, I'm not just saying the Knicks. I'm saying any team that has the has max salary cap next year. The Lakers experiment this year with the two of them is going to be a disaster. I. That's my hot take. I do not think LeBron is going to stay healthy. I, I do not I do not think they're gonna have the necessary pieces around the two of them to maximize their potential. And because of what is going to be LeBron James in the next two years, the Lakers will be just like the Pelicans well, were.
1: Look, and also given his age, he's gonna take plays off, right? So that's why so I take plays off and he yeah. take games off. But that's why I still think Kyrie's the optimal piece there.
0: Right, but I don't see that. I don't see them linking up again. I don't
1: don't think they have the money to do it. No, they don't. They don't. So, I mean, if they're savvy, right? They they need to break that up, like you said. I agree completely. But like we go back to Palinka, doesn't he hasn't shown us anything to be able to do that? Right. No, I agree. So they're they're a mess.
0: Yeah, but one GM who seems to have his shit together is. the, the, the gentleman that's up in Toronto, I always forget how to pronounce his name. Um, I always want to say Uriah, but that's not... No, that's U- not
1: Uriah Majiri, Majiri. Right. Around something that. around
0: that. Something uh, around that. He's probably regarded as one of the best basketball minds. Right. Wizards were
1: coming out trying to get him, you know...
0: Yeah, they were going to give him $10 million a year, which is, was going to be almost double than any other GM in the league. And, um, and, I, which is and something, they failed
1: at even that.
0: I thought it could have been something very interesting to see because he's always wanted to blow the Raptors up. But <sighs> considering yeah, but they he... just made a run, they may say to Kawhi, like, let's do this again. Yeah, so and, that's and I think, I think, think
1: Kawhi's reception in Toronto, I, I think he resigns with uh, Jerry Stang. Right? I do too.
0: I do too. But it's going to be interesting what he signs for. Is he going to sign the Supermax for the five years or is he going to a lot of speculation that he's going to do I, a one and
1: one which, I, I could see a one on one, his, but given Kawhi's injury, injury history, history, exactly right, and he was just having the, the problems in the finals and mm-hmm. all. So, who, who's to say what he does? He, you don't know. He, and he's one of those guys that you never really know what he's thinking, what right. he's doing.
0: And I wouldn't put it past Jerry West being able to convince Kawhi to come to the
1: Clippers. By the way, how about Nick Nurse's coaching job? I know we said we we're going to talk about the finals, but mm-hmm. he really impressed me, and I, I think. That probably holds a lot of weight as well.
0: Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make this one quick point. If if Clay doesn't get hurt, th- the Warriors win that game. And
1: I I, I don't disagree. you. I, I think it's a different series, but and, I, I I'm still very impressed with the way Nurse was.
0: Yes, absolutely. It, it's just it it wasn't the way that I wanted the finals or the the Warriors dynasty. To, to end on two two out of the three best players going out and it just being a slew of controversy where people are thinking that the Raptors wouldn't have been able to want, win with with those guys there it's just, you, you want to see teams win at full strength which is the same argument that people had with LeBron when Cleveland played the without Kyrie and Kevin Love against the Warriors same thing but right. You know, with everything that's going on in free agency with the Warriors, you just kinda wanted to see what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I would have rather seen them get swept. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean but I'm
1: kidding. Uh I we would never seen that happen. I, I I think they're just we're way too good. They have so much talent on there and we saw it. They almost overcame even the injuries that they had.
0: Which like, which you know, everyone says that Steve Kerr is has a benefit of having that team. Steve Kerr, you saw, was an is an exceptional coach he's able to delegate he's able to find mismatches and he's able to utilize the 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 lack of talent that was really around them
1: what how do you feel about katie with the injury and now free agency looming do you do you feel that they misguided him
0: well i know there are reports that he's very angry at the organization Mm -hmm. um they had There had been talks telling him that the calf injury wasn't going to get worse, which based on that logic, that's accurate. But they probably misled him in saying, hey,
1: right." we've all I mean, there's been sources out there saying like his people are saying that he's, you know, unhappy with Mm -hmm. the way they handled everything. Right. And I mean, look at it. At the end of the day, where was he holding? It was it was his Achilles when he first hurt himself? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't, I don't
0: think I don't think it was something where they misled everyone because you can't do that in the NBA. They have strict medical laws where you you can't just not disclose full injuries. And if you, there has been theories I, I'm, that I'm,
1: I'm not saying like the, the way they handled it said there was no further injury if it was the camp, yeah, right? Yeah, which. which
0: which doesn't make sense because and that when, particular part of your body. No,
1: and, and to me, it never made sense why he was coming back. You know,
0: he, he was, well, he's a very emotional guy, and he always he always thinks to to try. He was trying to be the guy. He was trying to be the guy that was going to save them and to come back from three run. Which, in the first quarter of that game, he played thirteen minute thirteen minutes, and he dropped eleven points, and the Raptors had no answer for him whatsoever. So. You know it, the the Achilles injury sucks. Yes, it it's not going to deter the Warriors from offering them a five him a five year max along with uh, Clay, especially now because they are willing to pay the luxury tax because they're moving into the Chase Center, which is the only stadium that's privately funded by the organization, so they don't have to pay anything back to the city, so they can afford to pay that luxury tax dollar, but. I still think that the teams that are in on Durant, it's either Durant is going to stay with the Warriors and sign a Supermax for five years, or he's going to New York. It doesn't... Or, or why
1: not just option in? He has a player year. Why not option in for the year yeah. until he's healthy?
0: So what? He's going to just rehab with the Warriors doctors who apparently he's pissed at to begin with?
1: Well, he could pull a Kawhi and not even show up with the Yeah, Warriors but he's Stars. not going
0: to play the season anyway, so he might as well go get his money. There's stupid... You know, comments about them doing a sign-and-trade, which doesn't make any sense to take yeah. care of him. But I believe it's either you're going to do the Warriors, Supermax, and 5, or you're going to go to play at MSG. Because it doesn't make any sense from Durant's perspective to go to Brooklyn. It really doesn't. If you think about it, if he's going to Brooklyn, what's the reason why you're going to Brooklyn? Because you want to win? They have a better organization. It, it doesn't make sense for Brooklyn
1: either. Like we talked about, the, their time frame doesn't line. You don't want Kyrie playing by himself for a year if he signs with them, you know? It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, But I, you know who I could see signing Katie is, are the Knicks. Regardless if um, Kyrie comes or not, I could see them just. Branching out the five-year deal, giving it on everything that they missed out on. And well, it's, get, it's, it's not it, a bad play, but...
0: They have to do the four-year deal.
1: It's only four that they give up? Yeah, because that's no. the
0: extra year that he'd be giving up is that, that $57 million or whatever. That's the incentive of the Supermax and staying with your own team. Mm. But... I think it would be good for the Knicks because, you know, even if they don't want to bring in Kyrie and, you know, th- their young guys can grow without Durant and then when Durant comes in, you know, th- that's the situation that, that uh, will happen. But the Knicks have come out and said that they are only spending super max money on Durant, Kawhi, and uh, Kyrie. And that's if Kyrie comes with Durant and they may spend on Kemba, if Durant says that he wants to play with Kemba. They're not going to offer Supermax to Jimmy Butler. They're not, they are say they're not offering Supermax to Harris. If they miss out on the top free agents, they're going to roll into next year and do what they did this year. That's
1: somebody I could see going to the Lakers, too, is Jimmy Butler.
0: Uh, there are talks about Jimmy Butler going to the Rockets, but I just don't see financially how that would work.
1: Yeah, they'd have to trade away CP3 yeah, or which, somebody else, like a few other players.
0: Which nobody's taking on that contract. He's no, got three years, 118 million left for probably my least favorite player yeah, in the I, NBA.
1: I think the Sixers are interesting. They're they're in a bad spot. I hate it through draft. Uh. uh
0: you know, I I really think that Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler should stay in Philly. I, I I don't think Tobias Harris should to should stay in Philly. I think Tobias Harris which may is, be a good option for the Lakers.
1: Right, which is a real kick given the package. Remember, we talked about that before, how upset I was that they gave Shamit, which is looking worse and worse by the day. (laughs) Plus, you're giving up more picks. Yeah. And the Suns pick in 2021 are unreal.
0: No, it's going to be, you know, the dominoes are going to fall based on Durant's decision. You know, obviously, free agency opens uh, Sunday at uh, 630 Eastern Time. So you know it, it, 40% of the league doesn't have a team when uh, come July 1st
1: can we talk about that for a second the suns what the heck are they doing i you know what
0: they they're so not even they're they're
1: basically they opened up cap room they traded tj warren away gave mm-hmm. away a pick for the pacers to take him right which not a bad play for the pacers good for them taking warren in he's a decent player we'll see if he's uh Bad team, good stats guy, or actually a contributor. I, I don't think it's a bad flyer. Uh, but, like, the Suns opened up this cap room and then made the trade with Boston. Like, they are a
0: dysfunctional organization. It, it's and
1: crazy. And the players are picking, right? They picked the kid from UNC who nobody had in the lottery. Nobody. He's an older guy. Who?
0: Uh, Cam Johnson? Yes whatever his name is.
1: Yeah, a yeah, kid can shoot, but he's an older dude. and like. Well, did you see Kobe
0: it? White's reaction when he was doing yeah, the yeah, interview? Yeah, he was he stunned.
1: <laughs> he was like, what? Good for him. Thank <laughs> God
0: I didn't. Just thank God that my team didn't draft him. Kobe <laughs> White what? what?
1: What? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. But, but, yeah, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, but
0: those are the teams that are going to be the way that they are for a very long time. And it's a shame because, you know, they claim that they have the building blocks around them with uh, Aiton and, and Booker there. It's just something that really, really, really needs to be emphasized with the league mm-hmm. office. Because they need to start putting people there that can really get it together. Team and Not- they can't.
1: Team that's going to be fun next year or the Hawks.
0: Yes, I thought they had the best draft. Uh, they were able to yeah. surround Trey Young with I mean, the, it, Hunter.
1: Look, look at it. Last year, everybody was wondering what were they doing, giving up on Luca, right? Right. They got Trey. Trey starts to perform at the end of the year. Looked pretty right. good.
0: How about how about D- how about Dirk Nowitzki trolling, uh, Trey Jones? Did you see that? No. So uh, when L- Luca obviously won the, the Rookie of the Year last night, and Dirk gets on Twitter or Instagram or whatever it was, and he and he says. Just for the record, it's called Rookie of the Year, not Rookie of the Second Half.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's trolling Trey
0: Young. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, so getting back to the draft, right? They still have Herder from last year. He's yeah. not bad. Young shooter. Collins. Collins, a beast mm-hmm. at center. And then this year, they traded up to get DeAndre Hunter, which I like.
0: He's going to be their stretch four.
1: And then I'd love to pick a 10, getting Cam Reddish. I love it. Yeah. They've got some shooting that team is going to be real fun to watch. Yeah,
0: it's going to be really fun to watch not only because of of the young, you know, core that they're putting together, but also the teams that they're playing against in the East.
1: And Not only that, Atlanta is a city that a lot of NBA players like to live in. Right. It's a fun city. Like look at their soccer team. How wild that is. Right. And now, with a young, fun basketball team, I think you're going to see that excitement just build in Mm -hmm. that city. So, watch out for them as a free agency destination.
0: It's going to be interesting. They haven't had a problem with getting free agents. I don't know that they'll get them
1: right now. But after this year, after people start to see that come to fruition...
0: right. Well, you need to wait on these young guys. You can't just give away guys like the Lakers did with DeAndre Russell. You can't. You can't do those things. They're young. They're coming into the you league can't at do 18 that, years old, and
1: you can't build teams like New Orleans did with uh, AD in the past, and right? D- so that that's what scares me with their pick, right? With with taking the center from Texas and all. Right. I'm just scared. Like you try and be too good too quick, you you move. Uh, you lose out on these young guys' years, you're mo- moving you're missing uh, picks, right? The Guys you can get in there, yeah. the space you can have. It's just like I mean I mean, I'm I'm not worried about it unless they make dumb signings, you know. Uh so, Which so I don't think
0: they're going to do.
1: So hopefully yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, they're gonna know better than we are of right. how these players are, but you know, just stick to it. Have a plan, and I I think that's what the Atlanta Hawks really did. They right. they have a plan. They're sticking to it, and good on them, man. Yeah,
0: no, I, absolutely. And it's just gonna be. It, it's gonna make it more interesting moving forward. I know the summer league schedule um, has the Pelicans playing the the Knicks first, so you'll see RJ and uh, Zion go at it. In the first game of summer league. Um, speaking of RJ, he. <laughs> He's probably going to get fined for tampering before he even makes any money in the NBA.
1: <laughs> he what said do today him?
0: He said today, you know, uh, something along the lines of, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that I get Zion to be here. At some <laughs> point. So, you know, if if Doc gets tagged for fifty grand because he mentioned Kawhi and MJ in the same sentence. You know, I'm sure the league is going to either give him a warning or give him a, give a little fine, consider he's a rookie. Yeah, know, I wonder who the Clippers
1: better. are going to go after now. That's it's going to be
0: Kawhi. It's going to be Kawhi, and if I, they don't get I don't Kawhi, even think
1: they get a meeting.
0: No, they'll definitely get a meeting. They, think, they have a
1: tenant meeting for the second, right? So that right. that's the word. I don't think they get it.
0: I think they get it because of the Jerry West factor. I think they get it because of Doc Rivers and Lawrence Frank and what that organization's doing. Um, Steve Ballmer is ready to spend money. You know, you, you if you're Kawhi, you have to take that meeting just because of of where that team looks to go. And the problem I don't,
1: is, I don't know that you. Uh, i Guess it, it, it depends how you feel about Toronto. Like I said, I, I think he has a lot of good things going for him in Toronto, and it's a GM you could trust to build yeah, that team, but right? You know so
0: you you're a guy from Southern California. You it's fucking cold in Canada, and it's not there's not a lot of light up there. You play indoors. It's not about just you. It's not just about being indoors playing. You want to be able to enjoy the city that you're in. I mean, Toronto's a great place. Don't get me wrong, but he it's get, fucking cold.
1: He gets to eat for free practically anywhere. He's got his own shit. He he's not going out. <laughs>
0: it, that's, that's irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant. He gets the meeting and he gets the meeting and goes to the meeting with the Clippers. It'll be very interesting if he takes a meeting with the Knicks. It'll be very interesting if he takes a meeting with the Lakers. And it'll be very interesting if he takes a meeting with Brooklyn. Because if, if he starts taking more meetings, the more and more Toronto should be worried about him going elsewhere. Oh, hundred percent.
1: I I'd be very worried if I was Toronto if he takes any other
0: meetings. Yeah. Um You know, and it's it's gonna be an interesting offseason. I think uh I think it should be uh one that's gonna rival, you know, the LeBron decision type of year with uh,
1: all those guys I, up. Yeah, so. I, I think we're gonna see a lot of over expending too. When oh, like of like like when we saw the the cap blow up, right? They increased it all that money. I I think we could see guys like Pat Beverly getting fat contracts.
0: <clears throat> yeah. No, it's it, Demarcus Cousins is going to be an interesting one because he was hurt again, so he's probably going to end up signing a one and one. But one guy that we don't we really talked about who really is going to blow up, I think, it is is Julius Randle. I think his market's going to be very interesting. Stretch four big man. Um, you know, he averaged twenty two points with the Pelicans. Granted, nobody was really on that team, especially since right. AD wasn't playing
1: and getting supplanted by Zion. Uh, right, where's so, he
0: go? So, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there with uh, with him and his uh, situation, so but again, I guess we'll wait to see what happens next week.
1: We sure will. you know who I won't be excited for are the sixers. <laughs> Their incompetence keeps bundling <laughs> and bundling.: Wow. Well. Anyway, hey,
0: listen. If Mike Trout doesn't want to be in Philly, then I don't know how you're going to convince some of these other guys. Oh, how
1: about that? <laughs> doesn't want to be Mick Jagger walking around. Hey, listen. You know what? Good for you, Trout. Go suffer. No, no, no. Wait, time <laughs> out. What
0: were you going to say before that? You weren't going to say Trout. you were going to say something else. You sound like you were you were you were ready to go on one of your rants.
1: <laughs> well, I was just going to tell him go enjoy being irrelevant in a baseball town. That doesn't exist, that can never put together a good team. So go have fun with that, Trout. And stay out of Philly.
0: He's got 425 million reasons to uh, tell you to go fuck yourself. (laughs) More than my no reasons I'll ever have. (laughs)
1: All
0: All right, so let's pivot. What's next that we got on the list? Yeah,
1: let's talk about a little bit boxing, how I want to... You know, throw a couple KOs right now.
0: Okay.
1: All right. (laughs) So over the weekend we had that disgusting display of Fury knocking out Schwartz.
0: Yeah. Well that was my favorite part
1: about it was Fury walking out in the Apollo Creed garb. Oh my the guy is a showman. I can't wait for him. So straight, you know, Rocky Fours coming out. I I was hoping we could see a little, you know, uh James Brown up on the Jumbotron, him walking out to that. That would have been great, mm-hmm. but yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll oh, take then, what I
0: can get. All he needed was to, to make sure that he got a rise out of Wilder, and he did. So that that was the big, that well, was the big thing. Well, it's playing
1: it up, right? Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, it was fun, man. He he was in there. He knew what Schwartz was. Schwartz it wasn't number two ranked. It, it's a egregious crime that that guy was ever ranked number two. You know, there's some other heavyweights out there that should be ranked way higher than he is. Uh, But while Fury stepped up to the plate, KO'd him, looked great doing it, and put on a show. So I think it's just building, right? The heavyweight division is really growing. Um, We're going to see Wilder versus Ortiz again. Which should be one hell of a fight. Yeah, but you know what? Ortiz is just getting older. Yeah, I know. And on Bursar to give it, he's 40-41. Who knows how old that guy is? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I, I think Wilder should handle him, but he's still dangerous, right? Lefty mm-hmm. can throw that solid punch, and Wilder has to be careful, but I think he KOs him, and I think the hype for this Fury Wilder, too, is going to be off the charts. Yeah,
0: I know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bet that they end up in a draw again.
1: Oh God! Place will burn down.
0: Yeah, I know that that was ridiculous. But listen, it it really goes to show you. First of all, the first time that we saw Fury back after the retirement, when he fought Tyson, uh, when he fought uh, Wilder, you you saw what made him. You know, probably the best pound for pound fighter. At that given time after he beat Klitschko and, and had the belts.
1: No heavyweights move like that. Right. He's and moving you just saw crazy. It.
0: There was there was an exchange in, in the in the in the Fury Schwartz fight where he he just reminded me, and you know, it was just like an Ali moment. His hands were down by his knees, and he was just bobbing and moving his head on the ropes, and Schwartz couldn't tag him. And you're just sitting there, you're like, like, I know Ali was a heavyweight champion and he was able to move like that, but Tyson Fury is much heavier.
1: Yeah, Ali Robert was Ali. in two sixty. Yeah, so uh,
0: it just speaks a lot of volumes to his uh, his repertoire and, and his skill set. And you know what the the Wilder Fury two is going to be very interesting because Wilder fought the be- uh, Fury fought the best fight that he probably could have that night, and it was still robbed from him. Yeah. And I don't know if he can replicate that a second
1: time. Oh. I hope so. And. But- Look, your cage is rattled after getting punched like that. Right. And, and you you could hit Fury. Like, so there's always that chance.
0: Right. But I think they go into that fight or Fury goes into that fight a little bit smarter how he was going to handle them in the restaurants. And I give him a lot of credit saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not backing away or running away from him. It was him. amazing. So, you know what? Maybe it's something that they... You know, I, I don't strategize. know what we're going to
1: see. It's going to be amazing. And I, hope and I can't in, wait for it. And I
0: hope it's an MSG. Oh, I God. really do. Me too. I really do.
1: <laughs> Speaking about MSG, <laughs> Ruiz and uh, yeah, no, Joshua again. That's
0: disgusting.
1: I mean, Joshua just looked terrible, man.
0: Well, this is, uh, I'm going to just say this one thing and I'll give it to you because you were actually there. So, Joshua ends up taking the fight on short notice, was kind of...
1: Uh, Ruiz ru- took the fight on short notice. Uh,
0: excuse me, Ruiz took the fight on short notice. Joshua was obviously trained to fight um, Mills?
1: No, um, he was training to fight a uh, guy from Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, the name's escaping me. He was the one that pissed hot, I believe. <laughs>
1: Three different times. Yeah.
0: So, so he, w- he, he was strategizing against somebody else, and you know what? He just quit, and he looked like he just didn't want to be there.
1: Right, but- and then you have a guy like Ruiz who was – Dropped by top rank Mm -hmm. because this guy historically, you know, was one of the guys they couldn't really get to train, couldn't find the passion. So they're saying they want to move on. Right. Mm -hmm. So PBC picked him up. What a a pickup, by the way. Right. Uh, Signs with them and now comes out looking like he still is. But he just got off his fight five weeks before. So he's still training. Right. Which actually, who would have known? benefited him because right. he had one of his best camps and looked very sharp whereas Joshua shit his head was yeah, still he, in
0: England yeah he doesn't he that as uh what's his name Andre Ward says he's like you know he's too busy weighing a fucking instagram model you know now he doesn't want to <laughs> he doesn't want to he what do you say? It's hard to get up in the morning and box when you're sleeping in silk sheets, as uh, Teddy Atlas <laughs> says. And it's right. Like, you don't – you if you're at that lifestyle, that's what makes – you know, Floyd May- Mayweather made him so great. He had all the money in the world and was doing all the stupid shit and spending the stupid shit that he wanted. But he still got up to get to the gym. You know. Right. You, so, you have that mentality, and that's what happens. You get popped in the biggest stage, in the biggest arena there, in boxing. I
1: mean, there's also talk that he got KO'd in training and all, so he still had the cobwebs we don't know we don't know if that's a story or not yeah. or, or I mean I can see a- him
0: if he's going to do a full camp knowing that he's going to be able to fight Ruiz it's going to be I, I can see Unless I would be very shocked if they comes back and uh, Ruiz ends up tagging him again and Joshua loses because if that happens there is no way Joshua's fighting Wilder and there's no way Joshua's going to fight Fury because yeah. there's no point.
1: Uh, I was Jerome Miller Yes. So that's what I was thinking of.
0: What did I say? Mills? Uh, just yeah. ERS. I kept ERS.
1: thinking uh Jamal yeah, 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 that was, yeah, yeah, That was bugging my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, but talk about missing a payday, man. Whew. You know that's who you're going to fight.
0: I know. I know. But and I did-
1: Ortiz also turned the fight down yeah. as well. But supposedly the, the Fury or the Wilder fight was already in. He yeah. already had his big payday. So yep. who knows? be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We talk about that. Who do we think wins the Joshua Ruiz fight? I I think
0: if Joshua has a good camp and he's dedicated to, you know, get his shit together, I think that that fight ends quickly.
1: I do too. And I I don't think it deducts from the super fight that can happen down the road.
0: No, but I don't think Joshua gets um,
1: the preferential treatment that he would have had. Right.
0: I don't think he loses negotiating power where the fight is. Um, he loses who he gets to pick. Yep. I think the Wilder Fury has more of a draw than Joshua versus either of them.
1: Shoot, he's going to have to wait, right? Yeah. So. so if you're Wilder Fury, why not do a third one too, depending on how the fight goes?
0: Uh, well, they're going to have to. I mean, if Fury beats Wilder, I'm sure it's in his contract that they have to fight again.
1: Right. So the, they, I mean, uh, who knows? I, I think the one way we could see it not going to a third fight is if Wilder KOs him. Correct. Quick. Correct. Correct. Uh, but. If it's a decision for Fury, I think we could see that a third time. Mm-hmm. Be real fun. If not, who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I, I think the Joshua fights are down the road for either one, but both are... They're
0: both going to fight. All three of them are going to fight. It's just a matter of when and, and for what. for Yeah, what
1: and I think this Ruiz thing, them protecting him, really hurt Joshua yeah. and the earning potential that could have been there. He's still going to make a lot if those paydays do come and depending on what happens.
0: Listen, if Joshua comes back and he, and he drops... Ruiz in, like, the first round, then it's, you know, that's going to speak a lot of volumes. But it needs to be a big, spectacular
1: fight. Yeah, but what did it for me? St- I don't know. I've never seen him be that kind of puncher. Look, if he comes out looking crisp, his his jabs there, he's keeping him away, and then he's drilling him with solid, crisp punches, then, yeah, I'll give you that. But I don't see that happening.
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see when that fight if it if it uh or when that fight goes off and then when the Wilder Fury fight goes off. I think they're talking October.
1: At uh SG I think. Wilder Fury? No, it'd be later. Or Ortiz uh Wilder's coming up right now, so it'd probably be beginning next year. Very early next year. Yeah. yeah, which I'd be fine with. Uh so speaking about getting paid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The and big
1: ginger to- in Philly. Strawberry getting- Yeah. Blonde. Strawberry blonde?
0: Yes. Oh, really? There's no good ginger quarterbacks in the NFL. Wow, They're they're that, that's what it is. As my friend Ari Gold would say, they're a gen- generic mista- genetic mistake.
1: <laughs> anyway, he can dye his hair whatever he wants with that kind of money. Uh, I, I think the Eagles really played that well, not being too much of a homer, but they got out of the out in front of the market, right? right. So before the next CBA. They were able to finagle it. So you can't have that much of an increase with the contract. So it gets complicated, right? So you can't have that big of a bump for any team signing players before the CBA. Mm A. B, he got out and signed uh, went before both Dak and Goff. Right. So it's very interesting. I like what the Eagles did there. Now what's going to be even more interesting is how much Dak and Goff get paid.
0: Yeah, so for Dak, because he was not a first round pick, um, I know his representatives went to the Cowboys and said he was looking for thirty four million a year, right? Which uh, is
1: above Wentz's thirty two. Correct.
0: Uh, Golf, I can see actually pulling some somewhat of a Tom Brady esque type of thing where he doesn't take a lot of money.
1: Um, I don't know. Just, same same agent as Wentz, number one pick. You're dealing with Wentz number two. He just got played in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, but I. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a little different because of the relationship between. I, I'm not saying he is going to. I can just see if any if him or Dak was going to take less money to benefit the team, it would be golf more so than Dak.
1: Yeah, I don't see it happening.
0: Um, but the one thing that is very important and was coming to my attention was, yes, you're giving Wentz 32 million a year. It was good timing, and it was um, something that was just very vintage Howie Roseman and Joe Douglas. But the thing that needs to happen is Wentz needs to change his play style and he needs to play 16 games and he needs to be the reason why they win a Super Bowl or they need to, he needs to be the reason why they make a run to the playoffs. That's my only concern.
1: You're not wrong at all.
0: Yeah. Like but is the, Wentz the
1: team looks stacked, but without Wentz, they're not going anywhere.
0: Right. So it, it, do I think Wentz is one of the top, young, the top young quarterback in the in football right now? Of course, um, it's just a matter of you know his health and his health is depending on how healthy Wentz is. it's going to be dependent on the, you know the health of uh, the Eagles' chances to mm. win another Super Bowl.
1: So sticking in L- L.A., we also have the girly situation.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. We talked about this at draft night.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: Henderson, right?
1: Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Darrell Henderson. Uh, one of the best yak getters Nothing. out there in college football. In for, Around like 8.6 yards per carry yeah. uh, out of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Not a big school, but... D'Angelo Williams came out of Memphis. Certainly did. Um, so you Had never a nice career. Yeah. Uh, but it's alarming when the team spending a high draft pick on a player like that, yeah. right? And the injury concerns are still out there because he has yeah. been showing up, right? Training on his own. But Which I don't really see as big of a problem. Still concerning, given that he played, quote, unquote, in the Super Bowl.
0: Well, here's, my, here's the concern with Gurley, is that the, the knee surgeries that he's had, the, the, the cartilage is no longer in the knee, so he's got this bone-on-bone type of arthritis thing going on. So that's the first thing. The second thing I don't really take much into account with um, these players in the off-season training by themselves. I think it's the smarter way to do do um, do it because you get one-on-one attention. You know your trainers know your know the bodies specifically um, what you need to work on. Focus on your weaknesses. You know Le'Veon Bell does it. Odell Bell, Beckham Jr. does it, and you know, all these athletes. You know take care of their bodies that way. James Harrison was the same same way. Um
1: Yeah. So And you also get Rob, it's your, your bell.
0: Huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Listen.
1: What was, was the best part of that story? Uh can you give us a description about the girls? What uh, they were wearing? Weren't wearing anything.
0: My girlfriends, yeah, naked. my the my girlfriend's in bed naked. Come for him. I'm like he's like I try calling them. I says if you
1: try calling them, you know your names. Can't even carry a phone if they're naked.
0: Yeah, he's got insurance.
1: He's got insurance. Oh, it's fine. You know, <laughs> whatever. But uh, so, how do we, like what I'm wondering now is how this plays in with Zeke and what he's going to sign for if the Cowboys do re sign him. You know, uh, he's so had I, some
0: concerns. Yeah, so I said this at the beginning when they drafted him mm-hmm. I said, I think they're going to do the same thing that they did with DeMarco Murray. They're going to run him into the ground. By the time his contract's up, he's going to get close to like 2,000 touches. They're going to wear him out. They're not going to pay him, and then he's going to move on.
1: I don't know that we've seen Zeke start getting worn out yet, but who's to say? You, you're. You're definitely not wrong. It's
0: not even that; it's just the immaturity issues and all the oh, I- yeah. issues off all the field, field too that takes that takes it into account. And then,
1: if you see those immaturity, what what it really means is your training habits, right? Are you taking care of yourself, especially at a position like that? Like right. you're, you're no AP, right? Right.
0: You know there there are certain there are league. League sources and in people that are close to this to, uh, are close to the league say that there are five guys in the offseason that take care of their bodies better than any athlete in in the sport and you know those guys are um, Odell Beckham um, uh, Le'Veon Bell TB12 uh, Tom Brady um, what's the other the, the guy's name from um, uh, Antonio Brown. And then there's uh, there's one. There's Wait, did they include one. AP in there. And Adrian Peterson, yes that that's the that's the last one. So so though those guys are on strict training records. Yeah, you'll see them out at parties or whatever, but th- that that's secondary to them. Every off season Zeke's getting arrested. He's at a music festival. He's pulling down a girl's top on a float. Like, do you, you know? I know the Cowboys love the controversy because it makes up their brand and who they are, but. You gotta pay Zeke, you gotta pay Dak, and you gotta pay Mario Cooper. You
1: gotta pay that defense too, man.
0: Yeah, so
1: they just paid uh, Lawrence. Yeah, and (laughs) it's they're already uh, squeezed against the cap as is, so that'll be interesting.
0: It's gonna be, and I'm I'm of the opinion that Zeke makes Dak a much better quarterback than he really is, but you need to prioritize the quarterback more so than the running back. Right. So. Um, that's going to be very yeah. interesting, but somebody else who's not you know afraid of uh, getting himself into trouble or, or in any news is is this terrible. I, I
1: think we got to be careful with the way we present that, right? So, yeah. everything that's coming out now around Tyreek Hill, right? It was reported that he broke his kid's arm, he's a terrible person, he threatened his wife. But we see the way the story is starting to mm. present itself, i.e., he was the one who was the victim, being taken advantage of here. Right. Supposedly, um, his wife has had a lot of mental history concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were separated at the time. Right. Uh, her and her family were extorting him for money, right. uh, trying to go that w- route. Uh, she was taking advantage, uh, taking a lot of the paychecks she was getting, spending more than she should for Absolutely. her family, all these yeah. trips. They wanted to keep it going. Um yeah, I mean, it's a lot of hazy stuff. I I mean, I think some of the big details around it, right? Vegas line never moved, which you see Vegas line move. They know before everybody with sports lines. Stayed at minus 700, went down to minus 600, actually. Uh, the case was dropped twice. Uh, NFL, usually Roger Goodell meets with the people who are in trouble, did not meet with Tyreek Hill. Right. That's telling you son. Uh, I just think there's a lot of pieces around here, and also one of the things that I was reading is that uh, Crystal's people, Crystal's being mm. Tyreek Hill's girl, they so- sought out a new reporter in Kansas City. So she was brand new on the scene, not much uh, background, knew that she would want a high-profile thing to right. stake, raise her claim, which unfair to her, but she blew up the story. And that kept getting blown up. I think it was a lot of irresponsibility upon irresponsibility. Where I mean, my problem with the whole thing is: is he going to get an apology? No, absolutely not. And he's going to get a suspension from the NFL just for public image because they're saying like just well, to hold that, you know, like well, the the, the
0: you know, I'm not here to uh, to to comment because I really don't know the whole story because there's three sides to every story. You know, her side, his side, and the actual truth. And
1: I'm just saying there's a lot of details out there.
0: Oh, there, there are a lot of details out there, but that's also the problem. Like which which detail is true, which detail is not. It's just so flooded with just information regarding the situation. Right. That, that just really it's very difficult to tell tell what is true or not true, regardless of whether he is um, tried or, or the police are, um, you know, arresting him or, or charging him with any, um, you know, misgivings. The fact of the matter is, is that it's you know, conduct detrimental to the team, conduct detrimental to the league. He's going to get a suspension. It's just a matter of how much he's right. going to it, get. Right.
1: And I think what really did him in was the threats on the phone call right. that was recorded. Right. So, well, I mean, it makes sense like the threats he had now, right? Because yeah, the, the way it, it was, it well, it wasn't necessarily physical in that he, I, I don't know, this is hearsay, right? That he was implicitly implying. Uh, implying that it was, um, you know, th- he was going to bury her and family for the, all the extortion and go that route. Right? Um, who who knows? Heat of the moment, you know, getting your spot blown up. I know if I was in that position, I don't know how well I could handle that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I. It, it's but again, you know, you you as an athlete, and it's it, it's unfair, but this is the the reality that we live in. Uh, you are held to a different standard than myself or you in our positions yeah. but um, you know it, it, the the situation that's going to be tough for the league and the league is always in in these situations where they either under punish or, or not or over punish or whatever the best thing for them to do is either um, give the give the six it's either six games it's no it's not going to be more than eight games
1: uh- my thought is it's four games reduced down to one or two.
0: Yeah, whatever it is. Six games reduced down to four, four to two. It's not going to be more than eight because the, the benchmark is Kareem Hunt. And no, we there's saw no him. way.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think it's six yeah. either.
0: So it's going to be interesting to it see what be, happens. could be, but
1: I, I don't see it that much yeah. just because the way everything's unfolding.
0: Yeah. So, you know, time will tell. Um, apparently, he's going to be meeting with, um, you know, NFL investigators in, the, in this week and, and next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing that and I, just, I just remember, he lied. He lied to the Chiefs, and he lied to the league about anything ever going on. So that's the, other, that's the reason why the Chiefs aren't allowing him to participate in any offseason activities. No, he's allowed. He's back. No, he's not. He is not back. He is not working out with the Chiefs. I know that for a fact. So the reason that is because they asked him, because the Chiefs knew about this situation beforehand— and he straight out lied to them. And well, he, he wasn't
1: wrong me. with anything going on because the way it was handled, the story and all. Whatever. Yeah, but we're, even we're before getting, that.
0: Yeah, we're, we're getting into the weeds here. But uh, but I, no. I, the, I think there's more they,
1: to it. So what I meant by he's back, I didn't mean he was training. They just removed him from the list. So oh, this yes, is, yes. So he's technically allowed to come back once the full training camp starting and all. They're, they're not practicing right now. So right. right.
0: But he can't use the facilities. That's what I meant. Gotcha. So, anyway, um, moving on. Semantics. Yeah, well, that's Mo- all it is. Moving
1: on to semantics, your jets, so you can finally talk about I them, can. huh?
0: Yes, I can. And we're going to make this quick because I don't want you to feel please, any more pain. Please. So the Jets ended up hiring the only man that would have made their dysfunction in their off season, you know, worthwhile and that was Joe Douglas from uh, who was the uh, what was it basically he was the vice president of player personnel or president of player personnel right. at the Eagles um, to hire to, by uh,
1: not taking no for an answer when usually that can get you in trouble but in this case landed them in a good situation yeah i mean it,
0: it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me where teams and, and this is the reason why the jets have sucked for so long is that they never valued the front office the front office and the money that's spent in the front office doesn't go against the cap the teams with the most successful front offices with the most successful teams have the highest payroll when it comes to their scouting department their analytical department and their and their front office
1: right and and also funding around all the facilities Absolutely. around the players all, all the sports science that's going in nutrition that right. sort of thing
0: which which the jets had, already had have, right. you know they your have, athletics they have the, the one of the players say they have one of the best training facilities in the league you know the new the new um, uh, athletic health facility that they built up in florham park But the thing was is that now Douglas is one of the top paid GMs in the league. He's probably making six-year contract. Four years, I mean, uh, four million a year, close to six-year contract is significant because um, Woody Johnson, who is the majority owner of the team, is over at the ambassador of the UK. Yeah, so he'll be
1: dead by the time this contract's (laughs) over.
0: Based on where we're going. But um, there was some concerns that once Christopher, you know, gives it back to Woody, um, that there would be some issues there. The contract is longer than Adam Gase's. So he has control over the roster. Takes all of that situation away. Hopefully,
1: it fires Adam Gase for you after this year. Well,
0: you know what? Oh, it's going to be remains to be seen. I kind of like Adam Gase's fire in the whole. Yeah, I mean, dynamic,
1: so. I I think what put you guys behind the eight ball is the timing, right? He doesn't have time to put proper staff yeah, together. That, A lot of these true. guys are already on their contracts. Teams. Generally aren't going to let him out. Like they may let him interview or something like that, but they're yeah. not let him. Well, they go have. Now. So
0: the the good thing about Joe Douglas and where he's come from is that the reputation for him is very high, and you know he came from the Ravens organization. Mm-hmm. Stop one stop at the Bears, and then obviously with the Eagles, he was able to get a couple of player personnel guys from the Ra- Ravens. So the Ravens started locking people up really quick. Um,
1: Same as the Eagles, bunch of promotions. Yeah, a bunch of promotions. So, so his boy got promoted to the position he was, right. and then a lot of people just kept moving up. Yeah. But you never kn- uh, That was White L, right? White mm. L, uh his brother's also one of the scouts, got right. a promotion. So that would have been two big hits, like Spirzzly White L's <sighs> his boy. But you never know how long they've re-signed these players for. Uh, not players, sorry. the the All your personnel Personal department. Departments, right. uh, so you never know their contracts, right? It generally... One to two years they have contracts for unless, yep. you know, they're getting paid promise the not to right. leave. Uh, unless you get the big promotion, then it's usually in the team's best interest to right. let you take that. Because right. it shows growth, shows you, uh, makes you look good, right? right.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's it's very interesting to see the relationship that he had. He ended up getting um, Chris Bow's right-hand man from the Colts and then uh, Phil Savage, which was something that was um, very, very important because he runs the senior bowl. So he has <laughs> all of And that, he has a so, great name. Yeah, and he has a great name. But he has all of that information, so it's something that's... Um, but next year is going to be the year where they try and figure everything out. So um, I was very happy with the situation, and now I can talk about them before the season starts. So,
1: Yeah. All right. So something that we've been talking about lately, a lot, and we had a great ass out, out yeah, there on Twitter.
0: So we ended up getting one of our, one of our listeners, um, at that Sicilian girl, ended up asking us what we think of the U.S. women's soccer team and their performances in the World Cup and also wanted us to comment in regards to the uh, whole labor discrimination and page pay scale. Right. So we figure that since you know we will talk about everything and everything on this show, might as well talk about this. Yeah.
1: I mean, I love watching the women's team. Where, where can I sign up for more? Well, what? what,
0: Well, A gives us an excuse to drink and root for the United States. Yep. So, regardless, uh, that's a win-win.
1: Yeah, and they're amazing. (laughs) They're better than the men's team. Yeah, and better to look at than the men's team. Well, Uh, and that's C. Alex Morgan. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Who doesn't have a crush over her? My future (laughs) ex-wife.
0: But so let's let's talk about it from a serious standpoint. The first thing that everyone got really really upset about is the fact that they beat. Thailand, 13 to nothing.
1: I loved it. Okay. I loved the drumming. I love all the scoring. It was phenomenal. And you know what? This is what it's supposed to be like. The celebrations. It was right. great. And then I think it kind of threw them out of the rhythm, right? Because the next couple well, of games. I, I
0: think there's a couple of things to let's just consider here first. The reason why they were scoring goals, or a lot of goals, are two well, reasons. Thailand's terrible. Thailand's, but regardless of that, the first one is is that you have three subs a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets into a World Cup or gets to play in a World Cup, let alone score in a World Cup. Right. So that's the first thing. And you can celebrate all you want because that it is a huge accomplishment in itself. The second thing is is when you're playing in group play, if there's a goal tie, differential. goal differential matters.
1: Yeah, I don't even care about that. Like it, it makes you well, look then, you know, good here. It, it's uh, your first time on the like you're on the stage. You're, oh, not, you're, not, you're I... not you're not you're not you're not going to participate in Metal score. Who I know, cares? But the, the, all
0: the, the the society's like, oh, they shouldn't have been rubbing it in. Fuck that! Listen, I remember playing against St. Anthony's, and I ended up losing like ninety-three to like forty-five. Right, You're- bludgeoned,
1: but and th- that's just the way the game is. You're not there to make friends, right? Right.
0: So I do have to say, I was never dunked on by yeah. any one of those McDonald's All-Americans. But-
1: and and I, I I think it was a shame, right? Cuz we should be supporting them being amazing. Absolutely. Them piling it
0: on. It should never like, be a negative fact like that.
1: And in in the back of your mind that takes play with your psyche, right? So now we're not seeing the bigger celebration. Like I I thought it was cool like they did the quiet golf right, clap. The golf clap in the next that was game. good, right. but still like let's let's get it going right. again. Like at least
0: they have the pulse on what the conversation is back over here. And mm-hmm. then that was the great that was a great thing to see to see the, the girls do that. Um, and then it was very, it was very kind of the last game yesterday was actually very <sighs> concerning because they were it's outplayed. Not look good. They were outplayed. They made very, a lot of mental errors. They had so many chances to score, and mm-hmm. they just weren't capitalizing on positioning. Um, they were getting beat up.
1: Well, for first half they look good, right? They were capitalizing. I still what, don't even. But then I, 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 I think that. well. I, I think they had the opportunities they had Spain there but they blundered the opportunities and that's what compounded like right. you're saying and then second half different story Spain you know it, it started to tack up
0: right and but it it's good news for Spain because Spain's a very very young team um a lot of them are going to make a difference in, in you know the next World Cup for sure mm-hmm. um, I thought that the penalty given uh, was a little soft but Cleats were high in the box. They reviewed it. The the review of our everyone's, you know, talking about, you know, why it shouldn't be. But when you go out with your cleats up like that, it's just it's just a foul. Regardless of how soft it may be compared. You couldn't overturn it. Right. So if um, if
1: they didn't call it different story, but they called it.
0: Right. And the gamesmanship with the penalty, I thought, was very creative. You know, Alex Morgan was sitting up there and then all of a sudden, you know, Rapone came comes in. And that's what you're supposed to do.
1: And credit to the Spain coach, too. Right. He didn't sit there and talk about the refs, complain about them. He credited his players, right. said how well they played, and played one of the best teams in the world, and how good the girls were. Right, and that's gonna come to fruition for him, like you're saying with all these young girls. That's a mental psyche. You're, you're not complaining. You're not down about that. You're encouraging them to keep getting better because there's still that mark. You're not there. You still right. got to get better. So
0: right, and and that's and that's the thing that um you know. Ended up working for the, the the U.S. women's team when they were when they were coming up. Right. So um, you know, I think moving forward, we're looking at France on on Friday at at three o'clock. Um, that's really w- the everyone says that whoever wins that, that that's game the is really going to win. Is probably uh, going to win. France
1: just World Cup. had a battle with yeah. Brazil. Right. Great match with right. Marta. Mm-hmm. Who, who's, uh, who's amazing probably, in her own yeah, right.
0: Yeah, and who was probably. Oh, no, I think she is the most prolific scorer in World Cup history, both men and women. So I think she has 17 goals in the World Cup or something like that. Not sure. Yeah. Um, and she is just, she's unbelievable. And, um, you know, it was a shame to see them go out the way that they did, but France played a very good game. They played a structured game, just like, you know, the men's team played in the World Cup that, that, that won them the World Cup oh, yeah. um, for them. And... Um, You know, it's going to be a very interesting game. It's going to be a very physical game, and the United States needs to make sure that they get it together because a show like that against Spain is not something that that France is going to be able to do. It always seems
1: to me, regardless of men's or women's soccer for the United States, is we never have good tactical coaching. It always seems like there's something we're getting outplayed on. It's not like the players are getting outplayed, it just seems like there's always a strategy out there that we're getting behind the curve where something's not clicking, we can't readjust. Well, I think it's more, and I think
0: it it plays to the, you're you're right, it plays to how they want to play tactically. Now, they will play, regardless of the team that they're playing, they will always play the ball outside in they will always allow the wings to go in mm-hmm. and then cross the ball in the middle or come for a lead midfielder. That, very know, aggressive.
1: It's fun right. to watch, but you got to change things up sometimes when it's not working. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, we'll see what happens going into going into Friday's match. You get to be Nick exciting. Nurse
1: to come in and make a somebody, few adjustments. Somebody needs to go. I, I think a little celebrity coaching. I, I think you can draw something up for them. Probably.
0: Most likely. But... You know what was very interesting was seeing the, all of the the fans that ended up showing up from the United States to that game yesterday uh, to the game yesterday.
1: I just heard a guy talking today. He's about to head over there.
0: Yeah. So and this kind of plays into you know some of the the big time discussion that's going on around you know U.S. and it's soccer. in France.
1: So this quarterfinal is going to be fun.
0: Yes, and it's going to be loud. And it's going to be something that um, I I, I would suggest everybody to watch regardless of, you know, whether you watch women's sports or not or whether you think that soccer is stupid. Just being the fact that being able to, you know, experience that is something in itself.
1: It's fun. It's going to be a Friday afternoon, 3 p.m. Right. Great excuse to drink beer. Grill out. Go enjoy the nice day. Put the TV on, you know, get a view from outside. Enjoy a nice barbecue. Mm -hmm. Get a bunch of fans. Paint your ass up and yeah. go out. Yeah. Who cares? Like, it's gonna be fun. As it should be. As and it I'm should be. And I'm hoping they win. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's uh, you know what'd be great? Let's get out some white flags for France. <laughs> Show them. Well, it's gonna
0: be it's gonna be one of those games where um, they are going to need to play their best game. Both, both, both teams need to play the best game, and I'm looking forward
1: to it. It'll be very fun, I think. Mm. Hopefully, we see the U.S. click. I'm glad we saw right. a little bit of down game. Hopefully, they build that up right. right.
0: So we'll see. But now let's better than talk-
1: than Friday because yeah, yeah, that right. would have been a disaster. All right.
0: So let's talk more about kind of this more. I don't want to say serious.
1: Uh, so it, one of the big topics coming in is the wage differential between right. the men and women.
0: Right. So now I'm just going to – and I think Ryan and I agree at this point. That right. We believe that based on what you bring into an organization, you should be paid. Accordingly.
1: accordingly. You get a certain percentage.
0: Right. A certain know. percentage based on what you bring in. Like just Ryan and I, you know, work. We bring in what, you know, the our company or organization thinks our value is at. That's where our philosophy is. Now, the one thing that people don't understand, and we were having a conversation with Mr. Grumpus um, before, <laughs> um, the, the idea for US soccer and the the, the which we call it? the lawsuit that they brought up has everything to do with US soccer specifically. Correct. So from 2015 to 2018, okay, the the US Soccer Federation reported that the women made more revenue, I think by 1.9 million than the men.
1: Right. Now- I mean reason being is that the TV deals are done domestically in your home country. Correct. So you get a certain portion of that to the soccer federation, not distinguishable between men and women.
0: Correct. That and so and then the revenue also is incumbent the sponsorship deal, the T V revenue and ticket sales that um based on the appearance fee or what countries come into the states to play for friendlies and, or whatever the case And I get
1: be. it too. Like operational wise, too, the men are training better facilities. It, it's going to be a little bit nicer where yeah. they're training, which was a proponent. I, I think they have started to upgrade a lot yes. of the women's facilities where they're training, which is good that they listened up for that aspect. I yes. still don't think they're the greatest, but you know, it's getting better.
0: Yes. So, the, the idea, uh, and Ryan and I were just, you know, kind of before we did our research, we were saying, oh, the men have to be able to take in more money just based on the World Cup and, and everything else. But the the lawsuit specifically states that it's just with the United States Soccer Federation. Right. It, so you have to exclude the World Cup from everything. Yeah. Because and, the, and, I,
1: and I think the big argument was. Right, that you pointed out earlier was 2016 18, that the women made 51 million around that, and whereas the men only made 49. Right. But the caveat that Grumpus did point out is that the men missed out on World Cup that year. If you look back in. But the. Go ahead. If you look back when they had the World Cup runs, right, I think it was 2014. uh, or 2010, one of the, one of those years, they made around 329 million mm-hmm. the one year in TV revenue and all. Right. So that's an astronomical number, right? So
0: here's so here's the caveat, which I was explaining to him before, is that the 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 World Cup money.
1: That's to me to Grumpus. you explaining.
0: To, to Grumpus. Yes, the World Cup money. So the last World Cup made six billion in revenue. Right. Okay. The
1: finals for the men made five hundred twenty nine right. million. Right.
0: But that number doesn't matter because the FIFA
1: domestically it matters, but yes, no, it doesn't go matter go domestically.
0: On. It doesn't matter domestically. The World Cup, the FIFA organization, which is the, the one of the problems of why everybody's getting arrested and, and because of the corrupt picking of the World Cups, is that all the World Cup pays teams are appearance fees and it's flat whether you win the World Cup or whether you don't get at a group stage. So they split out of last year's World Cup the men is 400 million across all the teams. That's less than 7% of the revenue for that year. The women for the World Cup are only going to make I think they're expected to make it's 130 million in sponsorships and revenues and they're only the teams are only going to split 30 million of that pot. That money generated by the World Cup is not associated with the lawsuit that they're that they're referring no. to.
1: What what I meant domestically is what you generate, literally domestically. So the TV viewership in the U.S. right with Fox, they're going to get a cut of that. But that
0: split that split between that's based on U.S. Soccer Federation and the deal with with Fox, which is incorporated into that Correct. revenue between the two of them that Correct. you spoke about before. and
1: and which is they're not getting fair cut. Well, it's it's more so
0: based on the idea that everyone thought that the men make more money, more revenue, is, isn't the case because you have to exclude the World Cup because FIFA is the one that dictates the revenue sharing, not the U.S. Soccer Federation.
1: Well, yes, no, right? Excluding that, yes. But no in that, they can. The U.S. Soccer Federation can give them a certain percentage of what they're making instead of having. But stri- that's the argument, right? Right, exactly. Right.
0: So the argument basically is: is why if.
1: But I don't. I don't even know if that's the argument. Is is it the argument to get a certain percentage of it, or is the argument to have equal pay? Because because you get hazy once you start saying the equal rights. Right. To me, it's like you reap what you sow. Like we said before, it's right. like you get x percentage. Same as X percentage over here. Right. As long as you're dominating like that, you're making more money.
0: Right. But the, I think the assumption to the, the, the public was that the World Cup is, ex, is included in the revenue that what the women are saying that, that um, gotcha. that's the situation. But in reality, it's not. The women make more than the men. So the women are saying we should get the same percentage of our revenue as the men do, which, which they don't. That's the idea but the the lawyer or the 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 discrimination suit specifically points to the US Soccer Federation and it excludes the World Cup because it doesn't make any sense the World Cup for men is going to make more money than the women it's just a fact because there's Ronaldo there's Messi there's Hazard there's all of these players that draw in countries more than the women do cuz the women aren't as popular as the men and that's not being sexist or anything. It's just that that's how the game is. It's just it's, what it is. Yeah, it's just what it is. And if you want to fight with us about that, and you think if you're if that's something that you don't agree with, then listen, like that's all power to you. But yeah. the facts are the
1: facts. Enjoy the WNBA. Yeah,
0: like n- n- that's that's the whole thing. So the idea that we spoke about was there shouldn't be a U.S. Soccer Federation in our mind. It should just be the women's soccer federation that controls the women the men's soccer federation that controls the men,
1: and so, then that's
0: and then yeah, that's what they deal
1: with. Where, yes, I agree to that part of the top level. Right. But I think growing up is like when when you have the youth, right? Because yeah, the, that's the, that the U.S. Included, yeah. federation is also in charge of youth standards. Yeah. But I, I I think you got to keep those equal on play. I agree. So I think I that's where the that's percentages come into play. Right, you have X percentage going here, then the rest of percentage goes back to the funding of the development of all Correct. the youths in soccer, and you just give it out regardless. Right. Like you're you're not caring about boys, girls. Right. It's all the same funding money that's going to them. That I think you split equally from the pot that you're getting from the Correct. generation for the revenue.
0: Correct. That I agree with. It's just the, it, at the end of the day, the idea because we thought. Mm -hmm. that the men were making more money and then you have to look into the weeds and read and go through the research itself to really figure it out to really figure it out because when we were talking to old grumpus (laughs) he was only looking at he was taking into account the world cup which makes 100 percent sense but that's not the suit so at the end of the day i think we're both at least my point of view is that you make x you should get the same percentage if you're from your
1: agreed completely yeah
0: and that's the same thing when it comes into the working environment too that it's just ha- how it is but there right. are other factors that play into that just like world cup just like blah blah blah, blah.
1: right but- now uh, now i think where you get your argument is oh we're, we're shown on this channel versus this channel then you have to take up your gripe with the soccer federation Correct. for cutting your deal and how they're cutting your deal Correct. but and uh, you should still get that certain percentage and the viewerships, right? The viewerships are what draws the revenue, right. the, the ad sponsorships, and they're going to get you paid those dollars. So, you know, give them the same advertising, right?
0: Right. Yeah. And and, and the, the funny thing about it is that the women's team is more successful than the men's team. 100%. so so And it's
1: more fun. It's literally more fun to watch. Like, I enjoyed this past event. Like, right. when they're playing all these teams... They're fun. Like, seems like a bunch of good girls, crazy personalities. Mm -hmm. That's fun to watch. Men's team, what the hell do I have?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you just have Captain
1: America, and that's really it. Yeah. Well, you know, Pulisic. But. That's the only fun thing. The the team's garbage. It's like, there's no personalities. There's nothing, no loyalty to build up the U.S. You have guys complaining that they weren't getting played, and old players, like. Dude, I don't, I don't care. Just give me something fun. Give me something good to watch, and mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Right. And then
0: people are saying that, oh, I'm watching the, the Golden Cup more than the, the, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, blah, 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 I'm like, that's that's fine. But at, at the end of the day, yes, it's all about viewership. And yes, probably more people watch the men when they're in the World Cup or whatever more than the women. But at the end of the day... If yeah. you're looking at the Tell money the that's truth. generated. I, I've I even watched the men yeah, once. Yeah, I haven't watched the men once either. I haven't watched the men once either. So, because I could care less about the, the, the gold cup or the concaf cup or whatever the fuck they're playing for. I don't it. care. Yeah, you can keep it. You're supposed to win the World Cup. That's what the women are about to do. And the facts are the facts that they when you make. don't even
1: make the World Cup, yeah,
0: you lose yeah. my interest. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't care. I really don't care. They generate money. You see all the Americans that went over to uh, to France to watch them. Mm-hmm. The facts are the facts, and you know, once this is over, because they came up with a great suit, they pointed that out. Right, they're gonna win.
1: Yep. If they don't win, there's gonna be another fucking problem. And you gotta get another lawyer. What better time do we have? To be in France, an opportunity to be back to back world champions yeah. again.
0: Yeah, and and I want to see something crazy. I want something back back in the nineties where the penalty kick to win sure <laughs> <shirt> comes <laughs> off with the. Scr- I need some like iconic moment to set up set the stage up. And it's funny because we were talking to a bunch of guys, and you know we were we were saying that oh, you what are you guys gonna do? What are you guys gonna say? Listen, we may fuck around about whatever ebbs and flows so to speak (laughs) but like you know it's the facts are the facts and we report on facts we're not bullshitting espn we're not screwing around with fox where this is how it is so these are the type of questions and these are the type of arguments that we like going back and forth about we just happen to the first time in probably this show's history agree with each other's sentiment yeah pretty much yeah so i mean it's probably more fun if we didn't disagree I mean, if we didn't agree and we disagreed because then we would get loud and obnoxious and then, you know, <laughs> New York and Philly will come out. But
1: a whole you know, lot of that. Yeah. So um, we'll probably have a nice disagreement this Friday, you know, as we're enjoying some beverages.
0: Yes. Yes. Rooting
1: on the team. But you know what? There may not be disagreement on a Friday because everybody's going to be on the same side.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Or you should be or you're a communist.
1: Yeah. Go back to Mother Russia.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that's our show for this week. I mean, you know, this is one of the good things about you being able to tweet, tweet at us and and, and you know, send us some of your some of your favorite topics that you want us here to discuss. And um, you know, as always, and as you've seen, we hold nothing back, and then everybody enjoy your weekend and let's go, United States of America.
1: Yeah. Bring us that early 4th of July. <laughs>